0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 25 of the last one, fast one podcast. We have a returning guest tonight, Rush Clark. He was on episode 10 of the podcast, and you kind of heard about Rush's career and him transferring, and now he's over at Ohio State. Um, but he's coming on this episode to talk about mental health. So we're going to kind of stay away from like you know the times and the splits, and it's more going to We're going to focus this episode on mental health because this is an episode um, that we've been wanting to do, and it seems like every single swimmer we've had on here has had something with mental health. So we have Rush on here to share a story. Thanks for joining us, Rush.
1: Yes, sir. Happy to be here. So just
0: to kind of refresh everyone, maybe give a kind of a rundown of um your career like where you swam just for the people that maybe didn't listen to episode 10 where you're at now and kind of how you got there
1: um started you know middle school kind of like everyone else and then went to crane prep in Omaha Nebraska and then first two years freshman sophomore year at Florida State and then transferred after that to Ohio State right now and I'm currently a junior gotcha
2: kind of Take us through where your mental health struggles started in your swim career.
1: Um, I mean, I would I would definitely say after freshman year, um kind of like it was my first year without any PBs and that's kind of it's definitely a hard pill to swallow just because when you're younger and stuff, you kind of expect it to happen and if you don't hit certain goal times, you at least hit best times and like that's kind of like, it didn't really set me, set in, settle in just because COVID was going on and getting COVID twice, uh, freshman year, kind of, I kind of had some, uh, fallback on why, you know, why it happened and stuff. And, you know, kind of swimming, especially in high school, swimming kind of consumed me to where it led me to a point where it controlled my happiness and how I treated people and stuff like that. And, when I kind of got good, when I started getting good at swimming, I kind of latched onto it because since I was pretty good at it, I thought this is what kind of defines me. Just because I wasn't outgoing in anything else, and I've been like, especially up until, up until this last year and stuff, I've been heavily reliant on it um, for like my motivation stuff, like in the pool and out of the pool, and kind of when. Like I hit best times last uh, season at the invite uh, with FSU. I kind of, and it was, and they were barely PBs. And I still had that mindset of that. I should be hitting faster times with how hard I'm training and stuff like that. And if it settled in quickly that I might not be, I might not hit the times or places I want to do, uh, or want to achieve in college and it was definitely, it was definitely like, you know, um, a punch to the stomach or a punch to the heart because, like, this is what I have wanted for so long. And, like, it from that, you know, from that point, it kind of went downhill and stuff. And when mental health kind of, when it's, you kind of like destroyed and stuff like that, everything else um, takes a backseat. And, you know, treating people, um, your feelings, um just stuff like that. and that kind of, you know, led me to the point uh to this point where basically, um mental health is the number one thing you should always focus on because if you can't take care of yourself, you won't be able to take care of other people who are struggling. Um I felt like that was kind of how I lived most of my life where especially you know people my family and stuff i i felt i felt that i had to be the tough guy in the room and that if something bad were happened to step up for that um and you know not realizing that it was hurting my my mental health a lot and and it was really destroying me inside until um kind of cracking kind of like you know hinting at like certain like areas and stuff like that um not realizing that I wasn't okay, that I wasn't okay, and that like eventually there was a eventual point where it just pretty much destroyed me, and I had no motivation for anything. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. What What point did like it kind of like um, destroy you? Like, when did like things like kind of start like crashing down? Did Did you feel?
1: Um. It was. I would. I would definitely say. Back, I mean, back in high school, it was kind of, it was like taking a step down, like a very, very small step, just because I wanted to go these super fast times just to be able um, to qualify for NCs in high school, because I wanted to know I was be able to be, excuse me, one of those top dogs. And, um, you know, every year I kept missing my goals and um, eventually eventually after Christmas break and stuff like, uh, fun, uh, in the winter of 2022, it kind of, like, it really hit me that like, I generally don't think I'm going to hit my goal times again this year. And that like, I saw no point on really taking care of myself. And, you know, it led me to a bad point at conference and this feeling that I did not want to be there. Um, I didn't want to keep swimming. Um, and Kind of from that point, it kind of just started going downhill even more quicker. Um, summer of twenty twenty two. Or wait, sorry, I meant uh let's see December of twenty twenty one when I was talking about the invite times. Right, um, right. Summer of twenty twenty two, it like crashed even more. It kept it kept going downhill. Like I I I very much had no motivation to get out of bed um every day, but I kind of was forcing myself to do it and you know um, I thought it would change in the summer and I thought it would change in the fall and kind of led me to this point where I didn't love swimming anymore and I thought my I thought my life was over just because of the fact that you know this was the one good thing that I was really good at and it's like all right if I can't be good at this then what else can I what else can I do
0: right
2: yeah, for sure. Do you think this, like, all this mental health issues played a role in your transfer and any large decisions you were making?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, easily. I wanna, it, it was it was the sole reason. Um, I felt when I wasn't achieving my times, I took it out on FSU, and I took it out on swimmers there and the coaches there. And I, instead of working on myself and realizing that, you know, maybe if this isn't a fit for me, that you know, they they some they helped me realize that and that, you know, like if it was like not even taking the chance of that, like I think I was so scared inside that I wasn't gonna be the swimmer I believed I could be in college, that that's why I jumped so quickly into the portal and wanted to go to like a school like Ohio State and stuff. Um and yeah, like definitely. When I transferred, it definitely like I had this feeling that I believe that was a failure for transferring, and I didn't uh, complete the goals that I told the coaches I wanted to when I committed there, and that's why I took it out on them instead of trying to work on myself and talk it out with people that care about me, and you know it burned a lot of bridges and um, trying to try to make it try to make peace with that, um, knowing that that wasn't who I was and like that wasn't like the fun loving rush that people know. It was just, I had no other way of venting and letting out frustration stuff from my own swimming that I let out on other people. I gotcha.
2: What resources are available to college swimmers to improve mental health or to help you get at least aware of what's happening?
1: There's, their sports psych. Um, that was something that was critical the last few months, especially. Um, I mean, even talking, well, you can talk to, if you want to, if you're close enough to talk to your coach about it, cause they, you know, a lot of them swam in college and stuff like that, or know the bases around it. Um, my trainer, Nate was always, has been there every step, even if I didn't want anyone to be around me and stuff like that. Um, Trying to think there are there are other resources on campus for mental health or stuff like that. I mean if you get to a point where you don't know what's gonna happen to you like obviously you can go to a hospital and stuff and they have professionals um stuff like that and yeah I mean there's a lot more resources than what people think I just think for like for like me I thought I was so gone and so past the point of getting help that I didn't seek help and I didn't, I didn't want it. Cause I thought it would just be a waste of time for them. I gotcha. Uh, what was
0: like, um, go for it. Yeah. What was like the uh, moment, like you figured out, like, you know, I'm going to go get help or like, uh, I want to, you know, I want, I don't want to yeah. do this on my own.
1: I think. I definitely think it was. Cause I had, I was already talking to the sports. psych And um you know, talking to certain people and stuff like that. But, you know, um early January, I kinda I kinda realized that like like I'm trying to think like a couple days into January when I was talking to my Spork site, I finally I finally said that I finally really opened up and said, I'm not okay. And like I kind of was flaunting with it for a long time in my life and you know um unfortunately unfortunately i did i did try to commit suicide and it definitely it definitely hurt a lot and because i felt at that point i had nothing to live for and like like it was a struggle like i did not i was so i was deep down i was hoping i would not wake up in the morning and you know and Fortunately, I did and stuff. And you know, the next day, I just sat in my room twenty four seven. And when I talked to her, I was like, "All right, I'll volunteer to go to the hospital and figure out what's wrong with me." Um, just because I had so much pain built up from feeling like I lost everything in my life that was that was meaningful to me. That kind of kind of led to that point. Um, and yeah, yeah think
2: i mean that's a very tough thing to go through i have no doubt um what do you think swimmers do currently to like prioritize their mental health
1: honestly i I i mean i think it's still kind of a struggle just because especially being a student athlete in college you don't have a lot of time to kind of work on yourself and give your time space to like let the day kind of sink in and stuff like that and like it's it's very hard to prioritize because if you're not focused on certain goal times or trying to win nc's or something like that like you and or like trying you know achieve certain grades and stuff like that like how much time do you really have i mean swimmers always talk about how they don't get enough sleep like if, if if we don't if a lot of us don't get enough sleep and stuff like that i don't we're not gonna have time at all to like care for ourselves and I think I think that's a that's a big thing. I mean, besides sports psych, we have an individual who um who comes uh comes on Zoom and stuff and checks in and stuff who's she's not a sports psych, but she's someone that was on the like our level and even higher winning gold on relay and she she helps us with being open with ourselves and you know saying like stuff like it's okay not to be okay and you know making sure that our mental health is the you know the number one priority always like like thinking that you're not good enough you are but like a lot of times we don't think that because like if we don't hit a certain time it's like are we are we worthy of being on a swim team or a certain college team or like, what's the point, you know, like in my case, what was the point of swimming if I'm not hitting these times? So I think to basically answer your question, I think it's something to be improved upon immensely. Yeah,
0: for sure. sure. So what do you think like are some things that helped you, um, you know, kind of help is helping you kind of dig yourself out of that, that uh, mental health crisis and help you realize um other things about you other than rush just the swimmer
1: i mean trying to first off trying to find hobbies or something like that that Mm -hmm. you love to do um simple things like if you love to play video games like for me that's you know something that you know i stick to for time on my own and stuff like that um i think I think, you know, I think something that was so underrated, um, like when people talk about, you know, they they're focused on training and stuff in the moment, but when they leave the pool, they don't talk about it. I think that's honestly a good, that's a good solution to like enjoying yourself and really focusing on yourself because like at the end of the day, if you get second in a race, like And you start talking about it like I wish I did this and I wish I did that. Like that's just gonna cause more pain for you instead of just knowing that like you gave it your all and you put everything you got into it and that you leave it at the pool. Like I mean, especially especially like high caliber athletes. Like you know, I think with media and stuff, it kind of it sucks because like swimmers out definitely some definitely like Olympic you know type swimmers definitely want to just leave it at the pool and stuff like that. But with like social media, you know, criticism and stuff like that, it's kind of, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. Cause like, if you look at, you know, Instagram and you see this and it's like, Oh, but I did my best or something like that. It can definitely hurt mental health. So.
0: Right. What would you say to, um, so if someone's out there listening and let's say, you know, they're not hitting any of their best times, they're not getting any PRs. Um, Maybe let's say for like a few years, like what what's in it for a swimmer that's that's not hitting um, their best times? Like what are the other positives you realize that you can get from the sport of swimming rather than just the time on the board?
1: Definitely, if you if you're not hitting times and you enjoy swimming still, try to enjoy that part and don't care about the times um if you like showing up to be with your friends and stuff do that like don't don't become a distraction but you know have a good balance um i would definitely say like like when people talk about like this person peaked or something like that i i'm not i'm not a big fan of that just because like people could have peaked like people could have drop so much time at a certain age that if they're not dropping as much, then like, you know, like they're still giving it their all. And like, you know, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't hate, be hating on them if they're not going the times that they were projected to go. Um, Cause like at the end of the day, like you don't know what that person's going through. Like, like deep down, like they might put it, like a smile on and stuff, but every day, like they could feel dead inside and like, there's that could be the reason why they are not going as fast as they want to just because a lot of times if you're a really fast swimmer you let all the potential fame or like praise and stuff kind of get to you and it's Mm -hmm. like what how can i back it up after year after year and like it's something that like again like social media kind of loves to you know loves the attention and stuff like that and i think Again, um, definitely, like, obviously you can't change people's, like, posts and stuff and, like, their opinions, but, like, you can try at least. And I think leaving people alone if they're not, like, when people say, like, like, for example, like, Michael Andrew, like, people were saying, like, how, or Carson Foster, how, you know, they were, like, Andrew was choking at the Olympics, or Foster couldn't make an international team, like, how do you know that, like, Obviously, they were both giving it their best. Like, how do you know like they weren't going through something, or especially anxiety? Anxiety is a big thing for swimmers because, like, when you build that up right before uh the race and stuff like that, like the worst can come out of you for a swim, and it just makes you feel so much worse. Because it's like, if you can't do this at a certain level, how can you get in better? So,
0: yeah, for sure. I think you bring up a really good point, and like, you know, the media will throw out an article writing how. Um, you know, who so-and-so is not very good anymore. And while they get the clicks and they get the views and, you know, it becomes a talking point, the, the person that actually sees that article, I mean, you never know what's going on in their head and that probably made them feel like shit. So, um, yeah, I think that's something me and Luke, I think kind of bringing people up, we kind of like to share stories instead of kind of throwing people down. And I think you bring up a really valid point and, um, that's kind of the way that it should be for sure.
2: For sure. Uh if you had a, like if you were talking to a swimmer's face to face and you had to tell them one piece of advice to improve their mental health, what what's the one thing you're choosing?
1: Do not do not let swimming consume you. Do not do not identify as do not let swimming identify you to everyone around you. Um I enjoyed that growing up knowing like, oh, he's that's he's the swimmer or something like that. But as time goes on and you start either disconnecting or, you know, you're not like, you're not the swimmer you want to be because you want to do other things. Like you hate hearing that. And I, this last year, I definitely hate hearing like, oh, like how, like the biggest thing was how swimming going. And that was kind of it. Like I, I had, you know, I have other things going on in my life and it's like, I'd rather talk about that. Especially when I'm you know going through a lot of pain, and you know, like definitely when you realize is starting to control everything about you, take a step back and take time away from that because you don't want to let you don't want something like that to consume everything about you because then you get to a point where you feel like you don't have anything positive in your life that. You lose people like super close to you, people that you love, to um, being a very rude, disrespectful person. And it's like, it makes you even more sad. It makes you even more in pain. And at the end of the day, family and friends come over something like swimming. Because at the end, like, I'd rather not be the best swimmer in the world, but have friends and family thanksgiving every year or something like that to where someone who's very good at swimming is not invited to anything like that because no one wants to be around someone who's very arrogant or stuff like that
0: yeah i think that's a good point like yeah i think it's it's okay to be a swimmer but you don't want to be like the swimmer yep
2: you don't want to solely identify as
1: a swimmer
0: and is that so that's something you thought you did for for a long time
1: yeah i think I think being the fastest swimmer fastest swimmer on prep my junior and senior year it kind of it kind of led to that just because everyone you know was congratulating me but also saying asking questions about the sport um and it was fun for a little while but it just it got annoying just because I wanted to talk about other things I want to talk about other things in my life um stuff other stuff that I'm enjoying that and it felt like every it felt like it kind of put everyone that kept asking and stuff. It kept putting gasoline on um, the fire for my ego, and kind of kind of led me to a point to push everything away. Um, anything that I got involved in, stuff like that, like not caring about it anymore, uh, and just letting swimming be like, all right, this is me. You know, like no, I have nothing else in my life but swimming. And so something not, it's, it, it's a few, it's a temporary good feeling, but it does not last forever.
0: Yeah. What, what are some things that you find, um, kind of, what did you find or, you know, realizing, um, things that you enjoy or that, like who is rushed? Do you think outside of, you know, a swimmer?
1: I mean, on it, like, the simple, this, one of the simple answers is caring individual that mm-hmm. wants to help others and stuff like that in a good way, in a positive way. But, um, like helping with like mental health and making sure people around me, when they say they're good or they're fine, like, are they actually, like, are they just saying it? Cause they don't want to open up about that stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, I'm just trying, I'm trying to think of I would, I would definitely say, I would, def- I would say at the end of the day, the most simple thing I can say is a friend, a brother, um, a son, um, stuff like that, stuff that is going to last forever.
0: Right. Regardless sure. of
1: when, regardless of when people close to you pass away or stuff like that, like that's like swimming's not going to be there. It, It's not going to be there when I'm 40 or 50 and I'm, all alone and i'm trying to i'm trying to be comforted by someone like no one's going to be there for me except for swimming but in regards to the fact that it's only going to be bad memories and it's going to make it's going to put me in a state again where having no motivation having no feeling of getting up in the morning is going to constantly be um a thing in my life
0: yeah for sure what is um i lost my train of thought go ahead luke
2: uh what was if you had a or sorry what other areas of your life did improving your mental health did you see it affect
1: figuring out um kind of kind of where kind of where why where I want to live after college or i think i think it's more more so about the future and what kind of what kind of job i wanted to do and you know um something that i realized that was definitely definitely um not not i mean before there's not realizing that it's something that i generally love is as simple as this is country music like
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was i was i loved it i liked it before but like that's like easily that's easily my favorite genre of you know of music and it's it's something that actually can help people get through painful situations, at least from my point of view. And I yeah. think, I think stuff like that um, helped me in the situation. I mean, probably the biggest one is uh, wanting to help other people with mental health and kind of be open about it. Um, that's that's something uh, as a goal of mine to down the road and stuff, getting involved and stuff like that. Um, being being more open and committed to my religion and stuff, um, you know, starting to do Bible study at OSU, um, with other athletes kind of just talking about our weekly stuff, you know, um, I wasn't, I wasn't a committed Catholic, um, my whole life up until now, just because, you know, relying on, relying on God for advice and stuff and kind of, guiding me to this point in my life whether 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 a lot of it was pain and that you know that was his plan for me that you know it's 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 it sucked immensely but if that makes me a better person a couple years then I think it'll be worth it Mm
0: -hmm. for sure
1: I got you uh
2: do you have anything else you'd like to say on the subject
0: oh here I got um I was going to ask you, um, before you answer that, kind of take us through um, what swimming has been like this year for you.
1: Yeah, yeah so I started out the first couple months uh, training and stuff, and it was all right. I mean, like, coaches, teammates were great. It was just a personal thing for me that I was not enjoying it um, just because – of my mental health, and you know, this is obviously not the spot I wanted to be at with happiness wise and in October, uh, I was riding my scooter home and got hit by a car and um like late October from practice, and you know, got a concussion, uh, a really bad one, and then um uh cracked sternum and then just bruising all over and you know, um, it was scary, it was definitely scary point just because the doctor talked about how I was, I was close with how impact uh, my head on the car had that it was close to, you know, brain bleeding. And it was, Mm. you know, I'm blessed that it was not and that it wasn't anything worse. I am also, I'm also blessed the fact that it helped me. It helped me in this position that it gave me time to work on myself. And, Mm -hmm. um, Real, you know, helping me go down the path of not, of knowing that I was able to open up about it not being okay and that I haven't been okay for a while. And, you know, since then I have taken time off from swimming and really focus, uh, try to focus on myself. I mean, November was rough and December, and then, you know, start of January is rough. Um, trying to get back on track with everything, academics, you know, stuff like that. But right. um I think I think the biggest thing when it comes to depression and stuff is that you might be motivated one day, but then the next day you have so much, you have so much, you have no, like basically you have so much depression that it leads to no motivation to get out. And, you know, you ignore calls, you ignore texts, you know, where are you, stuff like that, because you just don't care anymore. And, you know, um, it definitely you know, it definitely led me to a point where being in the hospital and stuff that it helped me open up about this pain that I was dealing with. And that, um, you know, keeping open about it and making sure that, um, uh, I'm okay and stuff like truly. So,
0: right. Yeah. I can imagine it. would. Um, it's probably something that's a long process. It's probably not just like a quick fix. Um, I'd assume it would be a, Um, uphill battle but we're happy it sounds like you're on the right track Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: um so what's like kind of the the future of of swimming in your eyes for you
1: honestly if you're thinking about that yeah i would say this in a good way i don't know i mean eventually getting back to the team and stuff but i just I, right now is probably not the, the goal of mine just because I don't want to, I don't want to walk on deck and, and jump on the pool for the first time without being a hundred percent sure that I'm ready to go and stuff. And that right. my mental health is in a good spot. Um, you know, if I have, I think if people, you know, go through stuff like that, it's kind of, it's kind of, you have to be 100% committed to knowing that, you're happy with entering that pool and that, you know, it's, you're going to be okay and stuff like that. Just because like, if you have, if you still have those regrets and those pains that are still acting up, like especially swimming two hours of straight swimming can lead to two hours of thoughts. And then, you know, two hours of thoughts can lead to bad thoughts and then bad thoughts can lead to actions that, you know, you can't take back. And I would say, yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah, definitely good to kind of probably focus on mental health and, you know, just see what's, what, what um, happens with swimming later. Cause you know, mental health is always the number one important thing at the end of the day. Swimming is just, just a sport, right. And it's not yeah. going to last forever. And I, my memories from swimming are always, um, I mean, I wasn't very fast or any, anything, but like 10 years from now i i always imagine like i won't even remember my times and my favorite memories from swimming were the the people that i got to hang out with and i think for a lot of people like you know you might remember your times but like that's really like not like what what um a lot of people get out of the sport it's kind of the relationships the the dedication memories. that you learned the hard work some of my favorite memories are just like um you know hanging out in my underwear on the bus with all the swim boys like i don't know i think it's like shit like that i always remember and um yeah swimming just a sport at the end of the day
2: yeah do you have any anything else you'd like to share on the subject
1: um yeah a little bit that's okay yeah yeah, Yeah, go go for for it it. no completely i would say like kind of diving a little deeper into you know, letting it control your emotions and stuff. Like I saw a side of me that I never thought I would actually see. I thought this could never happen to me and that it did. And I, and you, and I couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, and it it ruined a lot of relationships and friendships and stuff like that, especially this last year. And that if you ever, I would say, I would, uh, it's I'm trying to, if you ever think of transferring, no matter if you are upset at the coaches, or or reality, if you're upset the coaches, you're probably upset at yourself. Um, that do not take it out on people that care for you. Do not take it out on people that are trying to help you get through this. Because at the end of the day, you think it's the best solution. You know, it's the best solution for it, and. Um, definitely and definitely, when you make decisions, um try go say it say it out loud and say it to people that care about you because you know, you can make decisions, you can make decisions that you think are the best and that, um, not trying to dive deep, but like protecting a certain somebody and in reality, like it's not. It just makes everything worse and like you can lose you can lose very special people to you and you know um uh something that was very hard for me was losing someone that you know i i i love immensely and that it was you know um like number you know number one like um do anything for that person but mental health mental health will break you and it will it is a it is a monster that you cannot see and that is the scariest part about it that is that is something that no one talks about because you cannot see like you cannot see the pain that people go through um when someone breaks their bone stuff the, you know you talk about recovery time there is no recovery time for mental health like you do not you don't know how long it's going to take you um to recover i think I can't I, I can't obviously speak because we don't know the situation, but Dressel pulling out of worlds, you know, probably had something to do with mental health. And he is and he is probably thriving right now because he's taken the time to work on himself and enjoy life truly. Like sure. top I mean, top athlete, top swimmer ever of all time, Michael Phelps, you know, wanted wanted to die at some point, you know, like and you would think he had everything. Dressel pulls out of world and hasn't swam since. And, you know, he talks about from the past of mental health, his senior year of high school, not swimming for so long. And I would say if you were, if you were struggling with that, you are, um, you need to first talk to someone. And then if it gets to the point, like me, you need to take a break from the sport because it's just going to bring you more pain and that it's going to, it's going to lead you down. If you don't, it's going to lead you down a road of um, addictions that you didn't realize were, you know, being created. Um, I, uh, food abuse, um, you know, putting on weight constantly because that was my, my bad coping way, drugs, um, something I never thought I would get into trying to cope with it. And it made me a worse human being. And for a long time I could not look at myself in the mirror and say, I'm happy with myself. You know, all I saw was this this monster that had nothing to live for. And, you know, it's a it's a sucky feeling because eventually that feeling goes away because you're just like, there's no point to living anymore. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna feel happy ever again. So you you might as well just give up. Um uh the Boxter Tyson theory, I had this quote saved in my phone um, because it's very true that, you know, he talked about how he had everything, you know, like, why was he so upset? Why was he not happy? You know, thinking that he want, you know, he wanted to die every day, like, and, you know, for me, relating to that so much, because I, every day at some point, or every day I waking up, I wanted to die, I had no, I had no drive to do anything, you know, I, I put on this fake smile and said I was okay, even though, I was dead inside and that I had no, did not think I was going to make it out of 2022 just because the path I was going down and his quote, his quote was, uh, uh, mental health, mental health will bring you to your knees if you let it. Um, and at some point, I don't I mean, I don't know the exact day, but eventually it got me to that point to where anything I wanted to do um that seemed any like one percent happy i just didn't do because i thought it was no, it was worthless it wasn't worth my time and um you can lead you to a point where you're sitting in your room for days weeks um not eating not sleeping um you know thinking about suicide thinking about ways you can hurt yourself um some days you know really trying to you know process like going through and stuff um not wanting not even not even i think there was points where i just i didn't want to say goodbye i just wanted to get it done with just because i didn't want the build up i just wanted to get it done with and you know um it's a you know if from from the person that's going through it it doesn't seem scary because you know you think you know the pain's going to be gone soon but from people around you you know um it's it's definitely a scary it's a scary thing because when someone commits suicide and takes their own life it it puts this um this question mark on the person thinking that like how did how did i not realize he was you know dealing with this or how did i not realize she was going through so much pain and um it's a blame it's a blame you know like for the rest of their life, they're going to blame themselves. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, like it might seem, you know, you think it's not selfish because you're taking them, you're taking yourself your pain out of their life so they can be happy. But in reality, it's, it would be more painful if you took your own life and that, um, you know, they have to deal with, they have to deal with it the rest of their life. Um, I, I want for the longest time I wanted a tattoo and something that, you know, those stuff makes me happy and stuff. And I uh, a month and a half ago or so I finally yeah, tattoo. And I know it's hard to see, but um it it's uh it's in Hebrew, um uh, because Jesus uh was you know Hebrew when he was born and stuff like that and Jewish, and that it means it translates to more than a swimmer. So that um in college right now that swimming is not going to identify as Rush Clark that going forward, it's something I'm really good at that will not identify as me. There's more to a person. It's just, it's hard to see that when something has consumed you and, you know, um, become what people see you as. I think um, there was, I know it's, I know it's a movie and stuff, but Spider-Man three, when that, the black suit, you know, he puts on the black suit and stuff that consumed him and that consumed his personality and it consumed how he treated people. Like he became this awful person and that that's kind of relatable to where, when you're struggling a lot, um, that mental health, that this, or the sport or the thing that you're really good at becomes who you are as a bad person. And that, you know you think oh who needs this person but in reality you care about that person so much or you, you just you lose a lot to something that's not gonna love you forever but like doesn't love you if you don't hit pbs and stuff that you know parents love you unconditionally you know um m- uh, mates or like uh friends and stuff you know love you unconditionally um Significant others, you know, love you unconditionally, brother, sisters, people like that will always love you no matter what. But swimming, swimming most of the time is not going to love you. So, sorry, that was a little rant, but no, that, that's no, that was great.
2: I just thank you for sharing your story. I bet a lot of people will enjoy hearing it and knowing that if they are facing those problems, they aren't the only one.
1: Yeah, I. Sure. I hope you know at the end day, this goal of doing this is to help at least one person open up about it. I think if one person is to realize that if they're struggling, they can talk to people that it's a win because that's one more life that's saved from suicide and stuff like that. like obviously, then they if you care about people around you and stuff, you wanna keep the um the suicide number um going down you wanna keep it going down and stuff um. I think college, I think especially the higher you go for sports, the more the more your mental health suffers if you don't take care of it. and you know, college athletes, um, professionals have taken their lives before because they felt like there was no way out and stuff like that, and you know it's hard to say that because you know some some of them are you know really talented and, and um. Achieve a lot of success and stuff like that, and it's like you don't, um, you don't know what they're going through, and it, it's any sport really. Like, I think, I mean, you see, there's been uh, QBs that have done it, you know, soccer players, um, swimmers. It's like it's, it's a, it's a all, all sports in college thing. There's not just one that's just way worse than the other. That everyone goes through struggles and a lot of times we think we can handle those struggles and that, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to tell the people that you care about that you're not okay. And that like, for me, like saying, like, I, I believe and I feel so broken inside. I don't know how to fix, you know, work on myself and that people are there to guide you and help you through that. So.
0: For sure. And I think, um it, I think it takes a lot of courage to kind of come on here and and open up about your mental health so that's yeah. awesome and I think it'll definitely um can help one at least one person for sure and if it does that that that's a win. Yep. So um sure. well you got anything else for us rush?
1: I could go on for days. Um let me think. Um it's probably a couple more things. Um like small things. Uh, yeah. I would say I would say, you know, back to like relying on other people to help you. Roommates are definitely someone to rely on. Um, even if they're not in your sport, you know, some people uh lean on. Um, that's a that's a big thing. Um again when you're making when you're making decisions and stuff, you know, if you believe taking your life is the best solution then you definitely need to tell you definitely need to say to someone or say it out loud um because that can help save your life in that moment um like and and then you know other decisions you know that are going to hurt you like ask people because i think asking people that care about you will be honest in a good way and help you with that um Definitely, definitely that, um, when you see, when you see yourself getting addicted to things, certain things that are not going to help you mentally, um, and physically too, that you need to, again, talk to someone about it, um, try to figure out a plan, how you can get rid of it and make yourself better. Um, cause I think when you're struggling so much that you don't realize that addictions come into play and that there are ways of making yourself feel better and it's that temporary feeling that, um, excuse me, that you feel better about yourself, but then the next day when you wake up, um, you don't, you feel that pain again. Um, I think for a long time, I try to rely on certain things that made my mind feel good or it was very, um, chemically unbalanced and, you know, next morning I woke up feeling even worse about myself and feeling that I was worthless and that I shouldn't um I shouldn't continue with living and stuff like that. And um yeah, and there's one more sorry, I'm trying to no, think of it. You're one.
2: good. You're
1: good. Um I can't think of it. I mean, it's pretty much you know, it was probably Probably part of it was said earlier. I just think, I think. Um, try, try. And think of the words how to say this. Um, I think at the end of the day, if you believe um, stepping away from a sport or something that you believe is you know killing you inside, either for good or for a certain uh, time, then trust yourself on that, you know, you know, even asking people that care about you, um, just because mo- you know, usually they'll they'll say like, I agree with you or, you know, I support you regardless. Um, just because when I when I was, you know, when I finally admitted I wasn't okay, there was there was an Iowa basketball player that took um time away to work on himself and his anxiety and stuff like that. And that's hard because on that, you know, with college basketball having more media attention and stuff like that, like that can be viewed as like he's a you know, he's a coward, he shouldn't be doing this. Like he has a he has a uh not a goal, but he has a job. He has he has a um obligation, that's what it was. He has an obligation to the team to play a certain time and be the certain player for the team, and he's just stepping away like. Like he's like royalty and stuff when you know if he would have kept going, I like he could have made it a lot worse inside. Um and that's that's hard because because you know, people talk and people say stuff and like and a lot of times people don't know what's going on and stuff. And when you're hurting, you kinda let that um come inside of your head and kind of control who you are and like everyone out there is deaf has a lot more has a lot more to themselves than what they think. Um, oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Um, working on being at peace with your past, your mistakes, your regrets um, pain that controlled you a lot, um, controlled you to the point where again, like you had nothing to live for, um, making peace with that even if even if that means that, um, you're hurting a certain someone, they're not appallling, you know, they don't appall they're, they're not okay with it. like they don't forgive stuff like that. That's their decision. and you know, you have it's not your you know, not your fault. It's not the person's fault. But as long as you're able to make peace and know that you can move forward in a good way because a lot of times when you're depressed and stuff, you, you hit that point because you had such a good life going on and that you, um, and that you feel like for me, like I lost like everything. And it was just, it was painful memories. And it was, it was a lot of regret and it was mistakes that like when it turns into, when it turns into like this painful, um, this painful, these painful moments and stuff, you think, well, I could have done this and I could have done that. And it's, and that's, and that's what it puts you into this phase of, or this part where you like, you don't see yourself wanting to get up in the morning and stuff like that, because you think you're going to do that again. And you think you're going to make the same mistakes. Like at the end of the day, everything is taking a risk and, you know, you know, people don't say like, oh, I, I accept this risk and stuff because you're enjoying the moment. Um, but um sometimes it's not gonna work out. And that maybe like you might be in a good spot mentally and that something just didn't work out. Like you can, you know, it's not it's not your fault for not it's not working out, you know. Right. Um God's plan is is something that it's it's tough, but it's also something that you have to trust and that you know um you will be you're the path that you are on is the path that he wants you to be on and that if it changes it's him changing it and stuff like that um and yeah it's kind of make make peace with your past because then you can move positively positively forward forward positively that's what I
0: gotcha yeah for sure i think that was that was a great episode rush and thanks for sharing all that that's as i said before takes a lot of courage a lot of bravery and no one else is um we've had a lot of people come on and they've mentioned mental health um but you were the first person that's really really opened up about it so that's that's really cool
1: mental health matters as much as some people think it's overrated or something like that it's it's what controls us and if it's not a good point you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt the people around you, especially the ones you care and love about. And it's going to create for me, at least it created this monster that I could not look myself in the mirror and say, I'm happy with, or this person at least. And at that point you think, you know, life's over and stuff like that. And, you know, um, just gotta, gotta move forward in a positive way for sure.
2: Gotcha.
0: Well,
1: that anything else, Paul?
0: I think. Episode 25. Episode 25. And the book on Rush Mental Clark. Health. Yes, thank you Rush.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. No yeah. problem. Pleasure.